Another game, another new episode. On this one, we are talking about the best Kirby game. Or is it? Is this the direction we want to see going forward? And of course, we talk about the coolest power-ups from this game. And we finish this episode by asking which Nintendo IP should get the Forgotten Land treatment. It's a doozy. Welcome to Bits of Time, where we ask the simple question, is this video game worth your time? And that's what we're here to discuss. And we are discussing Kirby and the Forgotten Land, which I spent 7 hours, 28 minutes, and 9 seconds to see the credits of this game, which got me to 62% complete. And I'm one of your hosts, hopefully not to be forgotten. And I am Michael. And I am the other host, Larry. And because I do not take as tedious of notes as my brother here... I have played 20 hours or more, as it says on the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, and again, I a lot of my playtime was actually played with two kiddos as well. So it was always me with one of them, a lot of the time being my daughter. And I absolutely do recommend this game. It was a blast to play. Oh, I, did, I definitely didn't say that. Yes, I also recommend this game. I think it's under the radar. It's going to be one of those must-play Switch games down the road years and years from now. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. I am not a Kirby game player at all. I don't think I've ever... The only association that I have with Kirby is in the Smash Brothers series, and he's annoying as heck in that series. <laughs> I've never played a Kirby game before. Yeah, so I'm very new to the Kirby series as well, which I think this game is probably a jumping-on point for new fans because it's different from what came before. It's more 3D, all is, is that it, jazz. Is it fair to say that this is kind of the Mario 3D world effect on the Kirby universe? Yeah, in a definitely. Sense? Yeah. Definitely, because before... Nintendo needs to do more of this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe we'll talk about more of that later. And, you know, this was developed by HAL Laboratory, published by Nintendo in 2021. No, 22. March 25th, 2022. And we are going to talk all about that, but it is nice to see this late in the life cycle of the Switch to see new IP taking a or old IP taking a new direction. And I think mm. a lot of that happened on the GameCube, and I feel like a lot of that's happening on the Switch. It's exciting. It's really a good time to be a Nintendo gamer. I think it's also it has something to do with the fact because the Switch is so popular, there are so many developers that are just trying to get games onto that hardware. Absolutely. That you're seeing a lot of creativity like this, which is a beautiful thing because I think this is where Kirby should go going forward. Yeah, I from the sales numbers, I think it sold over six million. From we're recording this in 2023, towards the end, <laughs> it's fall, baby, uh, and uh, I think because of those sales of being six million plus. It, we're definitely going to get a sequel in this vein. You want to hear something that's kind of crazy to me? Because it's the Nintendo Switch, for some reason, six million just is kind of like, okay. <laughs> Which is it shows you how astronomical good. amount of sales. But yes, the Switch is kind of ridiculous with their sales numbers on their IPs. But yeah, yeah. my gosh. So yeah, I think this is a winner. It reviewed really well. What was the Metacritic? I believe off the top of my head, 85. Right. Very, very solid outing. And I think this will be considered one of the best Kirby games. The only other Kirby game that I've played is the Super Nintendo... No, Super Nintendo 1 and the N64 one. So this is my third Kirby game that I have finished. Is this your fun. favorite yes, of those? Yes, okay. absolutely. SNES is right below it, but this is definitely... This is the direction I would want to see Kirby games go. Uh, and I will I will say this. To put 
a stamp on my approval rating of this. If the Metacritic is actually 85, I actually would go out on a line and say that's perfect. I think that's exactly what I would rate this game out of 100. Yeah, we usually don't rank games here. If this yeah. is your first time, we're just giving you approval if it's worth your time or not, and we'll say why or why not. We both finished this game, so that's exciting. Yeah, I don't know how long it took me to finish it because yeah. we played it so much. <laughs> yeah, and I think the cool part is after I finished it, you know, 62% complete, I started doing the end game bonus content stuff we'll talk about maybe, and there's a lot to do in this game still yes. after putting almost eight hours into it, which is cool. I don't need it to be a giant game, but there's a lot there for collectors and yada yada. Completionist, not collectors. Completionist, there we go. Yeah, no, there's a lot to unlock in this game. Uh, do you have a standout feature? Oof. Honestly, it's just the... The, the sucky sucky? <laughs> That's an every Kirby game. So It's the directional choices that they went through. A new environment, kind of off-putting environment in some ways, but also kind of cool, and just the design, level design-wise. It's very sectioned off but also you feel free to explore i guess i'm really fascinated to kind of hear your perspective because being as i did not ever play it by myself i actually can't imagine playing this game by myself for some reason it just it felt like the level design was built knowing that there would be another person playing with you at least the way that i played it was so much fun having the other person to rely on and kind of just go around the map and explore so I'm just kind of curious about like the vibe. Were the levels still really well put together for you? I think so, yeah. I feel like there was enough variety of, oh, this is a secret entrance. I can go that way. There was enough exploration in the levels that it also feels kind of isolating, which I think is what the vibe they were going for. You know, mm -hmm. you're washing up on this island. It does feel a little bit not claustrophobic. Yeah, lonely. Lonely is lonely. the word. Until you get to Waddle D Waddle D Town. Waddle yeah. D Town. Yeah. Start unlocking all them Waddle Ds. Yeah. But Again, that's another great aspect of this game, the slowly unlocking new features within a town that you can just go back to whenever you want. You, you could totally almost basically ignore it, but then that would make the game harder because then you can no longer upgrade your abilities. But I do wonder, though, because that was something I noticed. So for people who like collecting and for people who like leaderboards and things like that, at least when I played, they didn't have any leaderboards. There's a Waddle D you have to unlock that starts showing you all the different world records and things like that and stats. Super cool. It's cool, but I wonder if that annoys some people because it's like, why can't I just have a one spot where I can see everything? Again, mm. it doesn't affect me. I thought it was neat, but I think I'm it's wondering. more the well, one, it's a very Nintendo thing to do. Mm. You have to unlock this oh, to see this feature. But I think that what I like about that is it doesn't throw it in your face, so mm. you don't have to. You don't have to explore it at all if you don't want to. I do love the guy that gives you all the stats too. I love yeah. that guy. Oh, yeah. well, it's so I, cool. I, I actually, I think that's the. I think that might be the same guy. It might be. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, because and again, I appreciated that, but I, it did make me wonder. Like while I was, I didn't ever think about it while I was playing this. But as we were getting ready to record this, and I was kind of just jotting down some notes, I wondered if for people who were completionists, if that would be something that bugs them, because it's like you know you, you want access to like see all the records and stuff mm, right away. Mm. Yeah, maybe. At least they have that percent, you know, when you log in every time. Unless mm -hmm. you play this in one city and then you're a monster. Actually, they're not, but you can do it. You can do it. <laughs> now, speaking of the Waddle D town itself, do you you can go in there into that shop and upgrade the abilities. We, we need to talk about the Kirby abilities. It's like the call sign of the Kirby game. Suck well, up enemies and get new powers. Tell me your favorite powers, Larry. I need to know. I need to know. I, 
So it kind of depended. The, the most fun for me was using the hammer. Uh, really? I, I, there was, it was unbelievably I, satisfying. Iconic. But I think though, because at least with the way that we did it, usually either Layla or Zane, when they were playing, they had, they would use the ice mm. and which I just believe is absolutely overpowered. <laughs> Dude, the ice move is top tier great. The beauty though, is when you're playing with two people, that combo of freezing the enemy so I can go up oh, and, and whack just em. slam them with the hammer worked <laughs> so well for us. So so well, and oh, and then there was the it, it's it was the rarest you could because I feel like it only popped up like once or twice per level or maybe once or twice every other level. There's that you can suck up. There's like a bomb like missile thing that walks around. You can evolve that, and it turn it stops time, mm. and that is broken <laughs> <laughs> because when there's two people on screen oh, yeah. and you just go around and beat like we whenever we found that it was like okay that was our priority we would use that but yeah uh yeah the hammers unbelievably satisfying to use for me hmm. and i think it was because of in combination with the ice probably i don't think i, I used the hammer like one time i feel like you times. probably went like the dragon ball z power purple power thing or something like that i loved my fire and ice so i definitely went that route okay. and i loved the gun the gun is so good, <laughs> okay, especially yeah. when you the ultimate move is insanely cool. You just shoot everything, and it just so much freaking damage to bosses. Mm -hmm. And I love the bombs. Yeah, the bomb. Yeah, the bombs were good. I I'm telling you, another the, staple. Yeah, but. the the ice in this game, I just truly think is actually broken. Because I mean, <laughs> it also it has a tick effect to yep. it on bosses, Which especially. Is great. The amount of damage <laughs> it does is insane. I think that's cool. That again, yes, it's a Kirby game and. That the status, call them status effects, I guess, work on bosses. I think that's, most games should do that. I don't know why some games like just be like, oh no, he's immune to this, 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 this. It's yeah. like, oh, JRPG this thing. This fur monster that you're fighting is just immune to fire. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, wow. The only thing I, I would say the only power up I did not like was the spiky thing. And I know people know how to use that correctly, but mm. I just didn't, yeah. not my thing. Just, I never really played with that one too much, no. Yeah. yeah. And I do like that. Within these broader levels, we have the other levels where you could just, it's like a test of the powers. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think that's so cool. Yeah, there's a lot, there's actually a lot here, if you think about it. Cause like if you go from like, that's a good way of putting it. Cause it's literally, there's the main levels that you're jumping through. There's obviously Waddle D Town, which is the hub. And then there's the, they're almost like trials. Yeah, or, trials it, is yeah, a good word. That are just kind of sporadically put throughout all the place. And then, of course, there's also the, which we can talk about if we want to move on to that, is the bosses. There's the regular game bosses, but then there's, like, stronger versions of them. <laughs> yeah, later on. Yeah, and it's, it's there's like, I wasn't expecting the boss fights to be as in-depth for a Kirby. <laughs> like, it was quite well done. Yeah, I see, I feel like some bosses are very easy, but then others, yeah. they are challenging. Because I know I did, I did keep track of how many times I died. I died four times in this game. But man, the epicness of the final boss in this game is so good. Yes. But we we won't go there just yet. I think what's cool about the trials is you can kind of not use them. You can just go through the main levels, but they do give you points. I can't remember what they're called, but upgrade shards or something like mm -hmm. that, which then you go to Wild E Town and upgrade them. I love the upgrade system, dude. Well, it's a good, like, it really, it's just all interconnected really, really well. It feels rewarding. You're never getting too much, and you're not ever really getting too little. You feel like almost every time you go back to town, There's something we were able new. to do something. Yeah. And which, especially with two kiddos playing a lot of the time, 
keep, that always kept their interest because it was something like, here, okay, we need to go do this level so we have enough to go do this. And that was like a, okay. And you could kind of see the casino effect <laughs> where they're like, okay, all right, yep, yep. Here we go, here we go. And I think the stuff that, you know, implemented where you don't have to do it, like the item system, I don't think you would need to do it, but I think it was also helpful to have a like an yeah, extra tomato yeah. like to heal you. I'm sure you didn't use that as much in co-op. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, no, that that was definitely something that was minimized quite a bit. The I, I was trying to think, yeah, I didn't really use the item system much at all. Like we would occasionally like we would have them and it'd be something like here, we'll put this in if it was for a tougher boss fight. Uh, I think that again, we'll talk about the bosses later, but yeah, I didn't really use that one too much. And again, I think maybe with co-op, because I know there wasn't a difficulty shift. It's what you f- play as single players, what you're playing as yeah, I assume co-op. So. And of course, there's a fishing mini game because every game <laughs> wants to do fishing now. I don't know why people love it so much, but people really do. Yeah, it's it feels like it's almost like from a developer standpoint, it's an easy way to, to increase engagement with your game. I guess. Because you're yeah. like guaranteeing people are going to play for like an extra 20, 30 minutes. <laughs> If not ours, if not ours, do you feel the cadence slash differing areas are enough? So we'll call them the big hub worlds. So uh, you start off in the jungle area and then you yeah. move on. Well, and again, and we switch around a lot because, like, you know, they have there's a racing level, there's racing levels. Dude, I love the racing we'll, levels. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> that. That may be on a list of mine. <laughs> But it, it, for me, here's the thing. Uh, so when we talked about uh, Super Mario Odyssey, right? Mm-hmm. And we were going over and it was like that game was kind of littered with, I felt like half the worlds were just really good. And then, then of that, there was half that were like elite level. Correct. I don't feel like there are any elite levels in this game, minus maybe one that I have in my head, which okay. we'll talk about. The rest of it is like they're just good. There's no, there's a couple that are, I just are completely forgettable for me. Uh, mm. But I'm not in love, but it's like the freedom and the color and the fun of interacting with what's in the levels worked usually for the most part. I never found myself to be bored. Yeah, that's a good way to put it because I wouldn't say there's, I think there's a standout area, area like color palette and design wise, but I wouldn't feel like we might have I don't focus on a singular level saying this one's better than others like I really like exploring abandoned malls but that's Mm -hmm. more of a feel thing it's not actually the structure and like oh this is an amazing level it was an amazing not it was just a really good time yeah actually I I enjoyed the mall I like that one uh but yeah I, I would say there's if you're going at this game you're you're going at it for the collection the the platforming, the you know, the upgrades and all that stuff. I don't know if you're gonna like what you're seeing graphically, yeah. but I don't think this is gonna be a game you're gonna be like, oh man, the level design here is just top notch, and this is the best. That Which any I would game say the variety of levels are good. Variety like, is good. And I don't know if variety. I don't know if like they're all great maps though. They're just they're good. Yes, it's hard. Yeah, that's, it's such a weird thing to and that's say okay. because <laughs> yeah, right. It doesn't need to be this top tier. Like oh. You know, like when you think of FPS maps, like perfect alleys and meeting mm-hmm. points. No, you don't have to worry about that. And it's different from sandbox Mario levels because it's still linear at yep. the end of the day. And it's just more offshoots and shortcuts. Yes, exactly. No, I, I would 100% agree with that. I think it's, uh, I definitely had no complaints. I was 
at least graphically, the look of this game is, I mean, mm -hmm. when I think of Kirby in my head, this this is kind of the color paddle, palette of the world that I would think he'd live in. So I think they nailed that. Yeah, and I think having six areas all being relatively distinct, I think, is a way to go. I thought there'd be a little bit more, but they do some weird stuff with the end game, which I think is enough. But I feel like I wanted one more area. I don't know why. Seven sounded great. Do Maybe you, there's a secret area that I don't do know Do you have, like, a level design you would have liked to have seen that you didn't get? That's the thing. I can't think of one. Maybe that's why they didn't do it. Because <laughs> <laughs> we have the ice. We have the fire. We have the jungle. We have the amusement. I'm missing two, but I'm sure there was, like, a beach one and a run and a industry one. I think that's what they were. Yeah, that was one of the more, like, yeah, ones for me. Always is as you get towards the. I don't know what it is about last game, last core levels in platformers and stuff. I feel like they just they're not my thing. Well, I, you know, I, I wonder if it's because you at that point you have the platforming mastered, and so it's kind of like you have to really do something special to really showcase like, oh wow, this is another new thing I can do. Where you've kind of like, okay, I know how to double jump, I know how to like, wall cling, I know how to hop on these enemies, I know this is the item I need. And so you, at that point, Maybe. you've kind of mastered it. You don't think about it as much. Yeah, and I feel like for some reason, platformers always tend to go to this industrial or fire areas, and mm -hmm. I don't think those are the most interesting. You want the pretty grass level. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want which, your snow Which is what you want to start <laughs> off with, but <laughs> maybe switch it up one of these times. Nintendo, hear me? Hey, but you know you, they gotta. You also had to hook people right away, though. If you you start them off in an ugly industrial. Yeah, exactly. Level. So you know, maybe just throw that one in number two or three. You know, change it up. Okay, so speak. I feel like we just have to roll this into levels. So, the amusement park. Is that that's your favorite? Yeah, absolutely. I think it was area three off the top of my head. What'd you like about it? Fun design, quirkiness, like it's just attractive with all the lights and stuff. And I just, that's I'm, where I'm at. I'm going to go ahead and say I think that's probably almost everyone's favorite. You think so? Yeah, I because I, I, it's the most standout. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it is right in your face, memorable. Like I can close my eyes still to this day and I know <laughs> that level by heart. <laughs> like it's just, it absolutely area. is, a, it's a vibe. Yeah, okay, fine, area. It's a vibe. I I, I kind of figured we would both think that. Mm -hmm. But you did bring up something about the driving. Yeah, I'm the the circus speedway one. Yeah. Dude. That level. Like, th you're talking to me, by the way. I I'm very finicky with, with driving controls and yeah, movements yeah. And systems. I had a blast with that level. Yeah, there's something about. That was really fun co-op. <laughs> <laughs> there's something about. I like all the driving in this game. Even, like, the mini trial runs where you have to get to it at a certain time. I love that kind of stuff. You do a Kirby racing game where you like suck up the enemy like <laughs> combatants and like spit them out. I mean, they didn't have Kirby's air ride, but that's very <laughs> different than this game. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know what it is about breaking up the levels to having driving focus, I think really helped with the cadence of progressing in this game. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there's just something fun about being able to jump and unlock shortcuts. And Yeah. No, it's... I <sighs> I'm trying to think, like, at least for me, those were the two big standouts. I'd also, I you have already brought it up before, but then the mall. I actually thought that was, uh, especially from a cooperative level, seeing the two kiddos, like, try and imagine, like, the mall. Like, they really had a blast with that level. That was probably their favorite. Yeah, and yeah. so I gained a lot of enjoyment from that watching it. But, yeah, it's, I would say it's a pretty deep decline after that where it's like I felt like those were like probably my three favorite and then it was just the rest were okay 
And then I would put the industrial one probably down much lower. A little bit lower. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that would be my uh, that would be my, my ordering. I feel like this is a Kirby thing, but the OST is very, very varied and pretty. Like sometimes you don't focus on it at all, and then other times it's just like yes. You, you probably didn't. You didn't focus on this. So like they have the ability to emote a lot in this game and stuff like that. Yeah, I definitely. So did that. especially with the two kiddos, we would emote to the beat of the music quite often during the game. <laughs> and I just have to let you know, the sit down emote in this game is the cutest freaking thing on earth. Like the <laughs> way that just Kirby's cute. two feet just pop out. <laughs> like, it is so. But like the wave, you can get the wave oh. to match the oh. beat of the music. Oh, it's brilliant. We were laughing so much doing that. <sighs> Kirby's just cute, man. What a great little little dude. God thing. He's a god. <laughs> yeah, he's, I forgot he's a god. Okay, well, it, that's where it gets weird, right? He's yeah, that is strange. But that makes sense why. Towards the end of the games, they get really dark because they have this like god eating power. And this thing was, if you don't want spoilers, I guess stop right here. Okay, there's, there's, there's your there's your warning. This is us moving into the bosses. Yes, but that final boss where it takes your little pal, I forget, I already forget her name or their name, and combines it with that like Sephiroth type yeah. looking thing. It's so <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Man, some of the move sets too. Yeah, are they're long. That I wasn't expecting. You know, part some of the boss battles in this game. It, this is gonna sound absurd, but I think it actually makes sense. Kind of reminded me of Elden Ring. Mm. Like there was the the one boss had literally, I swear, the exact same like hammer shattering effect that like the final boss oh. in Elden Ring had. And second final Pendleton. Second, yeah. Which I guess spoilers to that game. Yeah. Uh, but. I was not. I was unbelievably surprised at the boss fights in this game, just in general. And I was blown away. I wasn't expecting this. I was expecting the atypical Nintendo, just you know, boom, 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 <laughs> move on to the next one. Done. Three hits yeah. and they're done. And no, that's not the case here. You got health bars and everything. <laughs> Man, that when you're on the skyscraper fighting that person, they're like swooping down at you and causing all these like meteors to come. It's like, what the heck is going on? Yeah, we. Uh, the one that we spent a lot of time on, so we did do some of the unlock stuff, and there was a, it, I always forget the name, it's the Phantom Forge DD you can fight. My goodness, is that a strong, tough fight. We died on that guy so many times, it was unbelievable. Yeah, I definitely did not fight him. Yeah, we, we definitely spent quite a bit of time uh unlocking some extra stuff, which is why we have over 20 hours. But yeah, it's... I did the Colosseum where you fight Meta Knight, and I thought that was pretty challenging. You, that you was know, fun. You know what I was most impressed? My daughter loved that one. She loved doing the Colosseum fighting. Interesting. Which was very, yeah. Yeah, not like, I mean, different taste, different different days, you know, yeah. <laughs> with kids. <laughs> but yeah, I do like the variety of bosses. Like I said in the beginning, there's some that are very... There's some pushovers. Yeah, simple ones where you just do... When you get the power-ups, like, I would just nail, like, half their life bar when you have, like, the gun blast. Oh, it's so good. So the thing that's interesting... That's fine. Well, I, I was also going to say, though, I guess it's kind of good to know that that can happen solo player. Because I kind of felt like we were cheesing some of the bosses. There was a couple bosses where we got up, you know... Layla or Zane would set up the freeze and I would just come in with either the gun or usually the hammer and just just destroy them and I'm like, okay, I feel like this it shouldn't be this easy. But if some bosses were at least easy for you too, then maybe it's just how it is. Yeah, and I like that you can't really do that in the final boss at all. Like 
Mm-hmm. She is gonna wreck you. No, but we definitely had a thing where one of our goals was to like while during boss fights, if we could freeze them, we would both stop and wave at the camera <laughs> while the boss is frozen. That was kind of a little thing that we got in the habit of doing too. I like that. That's a nice little ploy, as you want to call it. Now we've mentioned that this is what you want Kirby to become. What would you want in a sequel that would make you buy it day one? Hmm. I I think. I almost, in a weird way, I would like to see them go the Animal Crossing route, and I, not just careful. More, just more things to do in the hub world, more unlocks. So things you have, the reasons you want to go to some of the levels. So maybe perhaps some powers that you don't unlock the first time you go through a level. So maybe you have to come back, and this is for collection purposes, not beating the game purpose, okay. where you have to come back later to unlock some other things and do more of that or have secret parts of levels that you can't access until you get a certain power so you can have like those light bulb which moments. i think they kind of do, do but yeah. i'm saying more of it sort of and just maybe some more creative unlocks for the town uh but i really just a whole new map set i think focus on the maps for the next one give it keep the bright colors keep the aesthetic keep the vibe like I was not expecting to like this game as much as I did. And I really like this formula. I feel like for now, and maybe my opinion will change if I play another one, I'm like, okay, this was a lot of the same, and then I lose my interest. But for right now, I think if I saw another Kirby game come out in this style, and they were like, hey, here's the second one, I don't, I, I think I'd be interested in it. Like, I, I very much enjoyed this game. So you basically want Super Mario Galaxy 2. Like it's just more of the same, different creativity. Really, yeah, really definitely focus on, I would argue, the level design side of things a little bit more. Get a little more creative with some of those levels, but man, keep that color palette, which Nintendo's always been fantastic at anyways. They're the best in the business. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I think doing this again would be probably what they should go for. Yeah, I feel like if they do do it, we should play it cooperatively together. Yeah, that'd be fun. Try playing co-op with the lady and... That didn't work out for us. <laughs> she didn't like that it followed, that'd be a knock yeah. against it. It followed only the main person. Yeah, that, so. that's actually a good point to kind of add to that, which is why I usually was always one of the people playing, because I would kind of help make sure, because if we had both of them, it was just one of them would run off and the other one would be like, hey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's madness. They, they need to do the, the Mario, oh no, the Mario thing does that every once in a while too, but mm. the opposite. So you be just a, need a controlled person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that would be the slight knock. Next one, co-op, fix it, just tweak it just slightly where it follows both people, and mm-hmm. that'd be perfect for a co-op for myself. But yeah, I don't really know what I need in the second one. I think I just want more of the same. Give me a bang in OST. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine with that too. It's weird because because I don't feel like this one has necessarily. I like this isn't a memorable OST to me. Like there's some good songs in it. We literally just talked about it. We said it was good. It's good. That's but again, I think I feel like there's differences. There's, it's hard for me to kind of hate music in a video game, because mm. usually the composers it's built for it. But there's a big difference between being like, yeah, it has good music, and loving an OST. Gotcha. I don't okay. love the OST here. <sighs> yeah, it's weird because <laughs> we say the sequel thing is so bad sometimes in video game eras. But I do want more of the same in this regard. But I don't want them to keep doing that. So maybe you do one 
maybe another one, and then you switch it up again. Yeah. Well, I feel like you're probably going to get like one or two other Kirby-type games before they get, release another one like yeah, this. Yeah, we anyways. need to get that Kirby buffet yeah. thing, whatever that was. <laughs> <laughs> I never tried it. So there, there is the one in between, so now I'll go back to the other. <laughs> the one that sold just six million copies. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, very early in the Switch lifecycle, we had that side-scroller one that didn't mm. get rated very high. Yeah. Star Allies or something like that. I can't remember, but this is the way you should yep. continue it. If it is more of the same, that's okay. Look at, like, you can do this, but be very different. Look at, like, 64 to Galaxy and Galaxy to 3D World. This is definitely the 3D World option, but I think you can do a lot of change while still keeping the core content core content in check, we'll call it. Agreed. And brother, speak. you just took the words out of my mouth. Speaking of 3D World and this lovely game, I think there is a good question to be asked. Is there a franchise on the Nintendo roster that you would like? Because we both loved Mario 3D World. You liked Bowser's Fury more than I did. If you want to listen to that, it's on our podcast. Season one. We both liked this game. It's been that long. (laughs) Yeah, it's been that long. Wow. (laughs) Man. But anyways, so we both liked those games. Is there a franchise on this roster you would like to see have this that's a very long pause there. This what? <laughs> uh, I, I lost my. Tr- I was trying to figure out how do I this concept, that. this formula, this concept, this formula. Thank you, okay. yeah. thank you. Thank like you. taking it into this type of genre, exploring mm-hmm. either mini sandboxes or like linear sandboxes. Because I feel like sandbox. there's a there is a roster of games that just for some reason can't get out of its own way. Yeah, that's very true. I was looking at a list of Nintendo IP because the one question we ask each other now, or sen- ending scenario question. Thank you for joining us this long. We appreciate it. Uh, so one, it's not the first one that popped in my head, but I think one that would be interesting is Yoshi. I feel like Yoshi could be kind of good in this IP. We haven't really gotten that style at all. They keep trying with different Yoshi games. Yeah, they're, they, they sw- they're mainly side-scrollers, right? No, I think they're all side-scrollers. Yeah. But I feel like that could maybe work. So that was like my two or 1B answer. I thought the Yoshi franchise in more of a this style would be interesting to see with some of the different mechanics and egg mechanics and stuff. Yeah, I don't do. know if it would work Yeah, I'm not with, sure either. with like the shooting aspect, but I guess Kirby uses a gun. And if he, if he can do it that in that angle, I think it'd be fine. Mm-hmm. I just conceptually, I can't think of what like color palette or they've changed art direction so much for Yoshi games from like Yoshi's Island to Yoshi's Wooly World to... What's the new one? Crafted World. Like, they're so vastly different. I don't know what tone you would go for this style of game, but I think that would be interesting. But my number one is Custom Robo, baby. Oh, really? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) One, they just need to bring Custom Robo back, which would be awesome, but expand the walking and town bits, so that, like, the Wild E Town. So that world map is so interesting in Custom Robo on the GameCube. Check that episode out. It's so so good. There'd be so many upgrades for that game, too check out that game but i think you could have a mix of real-time shooting levels so like kirby and 3d world but then you also go into arenas and have that awesome battle mechanics i feel like that would also I think that could be like the boss fights boss fights and just random matches too okay. i feel like that would also cut down the repetitiveness of that game i love that game but it is, can get a little repetitive dude the arena stages the holiseum <laughs> like, yeah I love the battles. The battles between me and you were just freaking awesome. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Having that mixed with real-time platforming and shooting throughout a level, I think, would be glorious because, again, yeah, like you said, 
all the parts you can mix mess up. It changes the gameplay dynamic, changes the platforming. It would be perfect. That would be really good on a Switch too, by the oh way. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you guys haven't, uh, if you guys just have no idea what we're talking about, like he said, check that episode out. I think that's a game that really, really is under the radar. For, yep. Yeah. An amazing uh, GameCube game. I'm probably actually going to default to your answer, but I did say for me my number one choice, and it's all because of Super Smash Brothers. Just stay with me. So the Star Fox series, right? You have we're flying in planes all the time, but then all of a sudden Fox McCloud and stuff like that is just amazing with his guns on in the Smash Brothers series. My take on this is I think there is so many unique characters in that world. It would be fun to try something slightly different. Have flying levels just like Kirby has with its racing levels, mm. but also do some land land stuff occasionally here and there. Have a hub maybe like I don't know space station or something like that. And it would be interesting just to give that franchise a new injection and a different... <laughs> give it the Mass Effect. Like, yeah, sure. Like, like you're going back yeah. to your base talking to like yeah. Peppy and stuff and Slippy. It's just one of those things like th there's so many like there's a reason why they're, those characters are always in the Smash series. They're a beloved mascots yeah. and yet you just can't seem to get a new game to pop off for them. Which is weird because I would say... Every time they do go to the ground stuff, it's my least favorite part well, of those so, games. But which is why it would need a whole exactly. You really focus on that. Yes, and and do that where you're on the ground occasionally. But yeah, still have lots of flying and stuff like that. But then there's like ship upgrades. There's armor upgrades for your character. You got guns. You're upgrading the spaceship to maybe hold new, uh, different types of planes and things like that. Yeah, I, I feel like I that know. would be the dramatic switch that the Star Fox series needs because they just kind of keep trying to redo Mario 6 not Mario, Star Fox 64 mm -hmm. which is an amazing game and I get why you're trying to do that but yeah. it does need a new lifeblood in it. Yeah, just I think you could also do, I mean they tried to do this with Star Fox Zero, is have a smaller game packed in. Have a rogue-like Star Fox game packed into it. Like it's either just mm -hmm. a separate menu or it's a separate download, whatever it is. Like have that core new 3D Mario-esque experience while keeping yeah, I'm down with that man. You just, uh, and again, like that's obviously, I'm all ears there with the, especially that last bit. But I would say you got to be careful because I, I do feel like that that's getting thrown around everywhere now. It is <laughs> so we got uh, to be careful. The RPG elements is now yeah. the roguelike in every single game. I mean, it's in freaking Xenoblade Chronicles 3 I, apparently <laughs> now. So, I mean, it does, it's getting a little uh, but a lot of tired, times, but. In fairness, there's a reason why something gets popular in the first place is a lot of people like it. Exactly. So. But no, I, I think that would be great. I think I'd like yours a little bit better. Custom Robo would be a jam in this. And I it mean, would be, both have been gone for a long time. Now. Yeah, it would be fun. Just bring them both back. Yeah, do, do a double whammy. Switch 2. Super Switch. Super Switch. I, that would be awesome if they decided to name it that. I know. <laughs> We're recording the fall, so this could <laughs> this name could be announced by now. I have no idea. Yeah, who when knows? Just launched like November? No, no. December? This is December, baby. Happy winter! Yeah. And that's all we got for you today. <laughs> <laughs> I was just uh, thinking about this real quick and a funny thing because we're recording before you leave. By the time people are listening to this episode, we will we'll know how your trip went. <laughs> Which <laughs> is always wild know. To You won't know, but you will know. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. This was Game 4.